Hi guys, welcome back to my new podcast, Housewives 411, where my name Lindsay, where my name is Lindsay the Housewife Historian, and we talk your latest housewives and headlines, sometimes in 15 minutes or less, and sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to get into all of the information and details, depending on what the story is. So today we are going to be talking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, I have a lot to break down about Kyle and Mauricio and what's going on in Beverly Hills. Um, and I know that I have some listeners that have been waiting really patiently for my Beverly Hills video to drop. And I'm getting it there, I promise. But we had an interruption with um, something that went down in New Jersey that we're finding out. And so I really wanted to hop on and cover this for you guys, only because I have a really great source in New Jersey. And well, I mean, I have multiple great sources in New Jersey, but I have one one particular and she is on point like 99.9% .9 of the time and so after I originally heard this rumor which if you guys you know are on the internet then I'm sure you know that it came out I think originally from uh, Kim D's podcast somebody mentioned it but now of course it's all over the internet and Melissa's old nose on Twitter actually confirmed um, some information pertaining to the details around this story as well and so for you guys today as it pertains to the Danielle Cabral story I've done some more research I've talked with my um, sources and I have the name of the hotel that the glam squad was put up in I have the name of the hotel so I also have the location and the address and I have the going room rate during the time uh, BravoCon you know during that weekend in November when BravoCon was taking place and then I even have screenshots showing the rooms reflecting even as low as $15 a night <laughs> this is very crazy guys so I have that for you guys and just some more details about the way things work at Bravo and how I know that when we watch the show and we've heard from so many housewives, you know, how much comes out of their own pocket and what's, you know, primarily not covered by Bravo, which is pretty much everything. But there are some situations and circumstances where Bravo does pay for some things for the ladies. And one of those times is the reunion. They give them, they don't pay for everything, right? So what they do is they give them a, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, a budget, right? They give them a budget on what's they, what they're going to reimburse them. So Bravo likes to do it as follows. They want you to, you can pick out your own hair and makeup and whomever, right? But Bravo is only going to give you a certain amount towards your hair and makeup. So allegedly for um, BravoCon, the going rate was $500. This is what Bravo was going to reimburse a housewife for their hair and makeup for BravoCon. Up to $500 a day for hair and $500 a day for makeup. A total of $1,000 a day. Okay, so what Bravo wants the housewives to do is to pay their glam people whatever price it is they've worked out with them. Because here's another thing, guys, just because Bravo is giving you $500 towards your makeup doesn't mean that maybe you want a makeup artist that charges $1,000, right? If you have a makeup artist that charges $1,000. $500 isn't going to cut it. So what happens? The housewife just throws in the extra 500 out of her pocket. You know what I'm saying? So that way it doesn't really even matter if the housewife wants to elevate and put herself with a 
more expensive makeup artist, then she has that prerogative and she can just pay the difference. So what we see happening with Danielle is not quite how Bravo wants things to be ran. Here's a couple of different things I want to details I want to give you guys. First and foremost, everything in this video is alleged, okay? Make sure that you guys check out my other social media platforms for other content. Um, my new Housewives 411 YouTube page, HW Historian with the number two on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and all those other places. And you can also email me at housewifehistorian2022 at gmail.com. So, before we get into the nitty gritty on some more details, I want to wanted to run that past you guys so you had a good understanding of how things go down in the Bravo community as it pertains to Bravo and what they pay and what they reimburse to the women, okay? So another thing I want you guys to be brought into consideration is as follows. When the housewives do these events, <laughs> um, they have the prerogative, of course, to travel with their own glam people. And if they choose to do that, then they're responsible for, for working that out with their own glam squad people, right? But what happens in Las Vegas is that because there are so many housewives, there are, you know, tons and tons of people that are working on glam teams, right? And because of that, the glam people are hanging out in a different area than the housewives, or they're waiting for their housewives, you know, to come out to do an outfit change while another glam person's waiting on their housewife, and yada, yada, yada. So glam people are going to run into other glam people. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Like, they probably had a whole area that was set up just for glam and the housewives would go back to get ready and their glam people would be back there. And so hairstylists and makeup artists are going to run into each other. What does that mean? That means Lisa Barlow's hairstylist might run into Monica's hairstylist or makeup artist. They may see each other all weekend, depending on where they're set up and where they're working at within BravoCon. So what happens is <laughs> these two young ladies who are part of Danielle's glam team fly to Las Vegas to be her her glam squad and they allegedly their flights were taken care of. She took care of their flights prior. They get there. They're put up in this $30 a room night hotel. Okay? I, I, I don't even know how to break this down to you guys because there's so much, so many people and comments and let me help you guys understand something. Number one, yes, there are deals in Vegas. Yes, if you are a high roller. Yes, if you are a preferred player. Yes, if you go to Las Vegas and you gamble on a regular basis or you're part of the preferred players club. Yes, there's deals and discounts that you can get and maybe you can get to Vegas cheaper than somebody else can okay completely understandable however a 30 dollar a room night hotel i'm sorry but please raise your hand if you're gonna go work for your employer for three days fly across the country to be put up in a 30 dollar a room night hotel in a dangerous section of town is that are you gonna be okay with that 
are you going to be okay with your job just like putting you in danger and putting you up in this 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 hotel and no not being no consideration to your safety or anything i don't think so i'm sorry i know my listeners would not be okay with that if there we have any new listeners you guys can comment and let me know what your thoughts are but i don't really know anyone as a female that's gonna say yes i'm gonna go with my boss who is going to fly me across the country and put me up in a shitty, dangerous hotel where I have an hour-long commute that I have to pay for myself to come and do your hair and makeup for BravoCon. I don't know. It just seems a little bit crazy to me. So anyways, the ladies are making this commute. Danielle Cabral's glam team is making this commute back and forth from the hotel, which again, I have the name and I have the reviews and the prices. I have all the screen grabs for it and we're gonna go over that in this. So just stay tuned. Um, They're making the commute over to Danielle at Caesars. And again, the F1 series race was in town. This was the first time that this F1 race had ever been done in Las Vegas. It was the first time they have ever set it up to be done in Las Vegas. And therefore, it was alleged that the process for setup, if you will, was very... um, not very organized it disrupt a lot of like tourist walkways and walk bridges along with traffic so for people saying oh an hour-long commute in vegas doesn't even that doesn't even exist because yada yada well it can because the traffic was there were way more people in town than there normally is (laughs) and Uh, They had things really tore up. They didn't even have the Bellagio fountains running. And anyone who is an avid traveler to Las Vegas, you know that it's very rare to go to Las Vegas and the Bellagio fountain not be running. Okay. Um, So, yes, they could have easily had an hour commute one way because of the fact that we had all the extra traffic, all the extra detours, different walkways, things shut off, all of that. Secondly, the hotel, again, it's it has rooms for $15 a night still available for in December. Now, here's the tricky part. So these girls who work glam for the other ladies said they were sort of the ones that were like what the hell is going on here like it's you know how you look out for other people like you look out for people on your team if you will like let's look out for you know we're both we're both hairdressers we're gonna look out for each other i think it might have been something along those lines like there were these other experienced glam people who are professional and work in the likes of las vegas and la and they see these two new jersey glam people basically getting treated poorly by you know a new jersey housewife and so they say something about it because they see how ridiculous it is that they put these girls up in this shitty hotel in an unsafe neighborhood for three nights in las vegas right and so this is where the allegations that i now my source cannot confirm or deny this part of the story okay now It's being alleged that due to the safety concerns for these two young ladies in this very um, dingy part of Las Vegas, it was on the all the way other end of the strip, okay? If you guys know anything about Las Vegas, there's old Vegas and there's new Vegas. So, So old Vegas is like the old strip 
you know, back in the day when the gangsters were still running the streets, <laughs> if you want to say it like that, you guys know I'm teasing, but you know, it, it was a different lifestyle. So some of the old, and I'm not saying that I, I love old Vegas. I think old Vegas has great style. It's beautiful. Um, I love the, the authentic old school vibe to it, but it gets danger, more dangerous, the further and further and further and further out you go. Okay. And so allegedly this house husband sort of being concerned for these young ladies and where they were staying at decided to come out of his own pocket and upgrade them to a safer um, hotel. Now, again, I cannot confirm or deny. I had one source tell me this. I had one source say that they had not heard that, but if they had to guess um, that it could have been Polly, as in Dolores's Polly. Um, maybe it happened like the, just like the last night they were there. We don't really know how it all went down. But we do know that it was not the women talking poorly about Danielle or her glam squad talking bad about her. It was actually the people from the other <laughs> glam squads, the other housewives glam squads that were talking poorly about Danielle and talking poorly about the way that she treats the people that work for her and talking poorly about the fact that she put her people up in this um, hotel that is $30 a night. And if you guys want to know the name of the hotel, I'm going to give it to you. And we're going to go over some of the reviews because, you know, names can be deceiving. And again, guys, I want to remind you, Las Vegas is the city of sin. People go there, bachelorette parties, uh, bachelor parties, people party, right? Party, 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 drinking, partying, recreational drugs, more drinking, more partying. The bars, you know, some bars, I don't even think they close down until like five o'clock in the morning. I don't know. It's a crazy place to be and you need to be careful and you need to be vigilant. You need to be aware of your surroundings because you're around a lot of different people. And I do always like to remind people of the fact that prostitution is practically legal in Las Vegas and people who have never been there or like good, wholesome people that pay their taxes and believe that our system is fair and just don't realize that Prostitution is pretty much legal in Las Vegas. They even go around with cards advertising the women. I mean, everyone knows. So in my opinion, it makes it for a little bit more of a dangerous place because of the fact that it is somewhere where you can buy sex. And I don't know, you know, maybe some people will agree with me and some people will not agree with me and that's fine. But I think areas where sexual interactions are um, pretty much purchased on the streets. Uh, I think that it makes for a higher risk area because you have people with a, mm, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say a drive, a desire to, they are so into their, you know, wants or fetish or fantasy that they're, you know, willing to break the law to get it. They don't care. And so I think that that's what kind of um, makes me a little bit nervous in those sort of environments is if you have, you know, what kind of people are you being surrounded by? So if you're in a rough part of Las Vegas, you might be surrounded by pimps and, and their people. And that could be a little bit scary. Okay. What happens in these situations in these rooms where they rent these hotels for, um, 
like I said, you in in places where prostitution is big, you can rent a room by an hour. You can rent the room for an hour. You can rent the room for two hours. You don't have to rent the room for overnight. And so what happens a lot of the times is is the the escort and her pimp um, will set up in a hotel, and the escort will be turning her tricks, whatever you want to call it, meeting her men, yada, yada, yada. And what will happen is the pimp will get a room either right next to the escort's room or just like maybe a couple of rooms down. And this is so that they are there as sort of protection for the escort. So that way the escort can be at a room down the hall. She can be working, doing her thing, keeping in contact with I mean, I would, you know, it's basically like the base, the command center, which is another hotel room, you know, down the hall, usually where the pimp and the goonies or the right hand men or the lieutenants or whatever you want to say, they're usually there and they're partying and they're um, doing their own thing on the side. They're usually slanging, uh, what is the word I'm looking for, like substances that go hand in hand with sex trafficking and so the pimp stays in the hotel and usually stays down the hall from the escort for safety purposes because in situations where you're dealing with men that are um buying sex are they on drugs are they under the influence have they been up partying for a couple of days I mean I've really heard some horror stories I mean horror stories I couldn't even repeat um I guess to give you a little bit of an idea the only way I mean I want to be truthful with you guys I really do um and I want to give you guys an honest perception of what you know these women deal with but a lot of times um it could be these men will tie them up Right. So it's maybe not that they're going to hurt them or um, be exactly forceful or abusive. It's more so because um, you know, there's a lot of things that go down in, in a hotel room like that, especially if you have a guy who has some mental health issues and is maybe doing drugs as well. And now he's buying sex and he is not in a very good frame of mind and therefore um, that can lead to some dangerous situations so a lot of times part of the um, benefits of having a pimp if that even goes in the same sentence benefit is the fact that you do have the security of somebody is keeping an eye out for you you're not going to go into this hotel room with this guy and never come out again and no one know where you were or what happened at least there's somebody on lookout um that knows where you're at who you're with what's going to you know something is just better than nothing and then they usually have a code of course where they can knock on the wall or get code to one another to let them know if they need help um so this is what we see in the communities in vegas as well so if you have a prostitute that's going to meet a john at a sketchy location a sketchy hotel the pimp may just post up in that hotel for the weekend and have her work out of there so that he can keep an eye on things going on and happening. And, the, you know, that's that's a pretty normal thing, actually. 
So for this situation where we have them putting these young ladies in this hotel in Las Vegas in such a dangerous predicament, it's dangerous because of the fact that they're women. It's dangerous because they're by themselves. It's dangerous because they're in an unfamiliar location. This is an unfamiliar area to them. Um, and so I really think that Danielle made a big mistake here and I don't, I don't know what she can do to rectify it, but a $30 room, a night hotel for your young glam people is not where it's at. And I just can't believe that she would try to even get that over on them to be honest but she did and so we're going to talk a little bit about the fact that now she is alleging bravo is not going to bravo is going to refund the the money reimburse i'm sorry it's going to reimburse the money to all of the ladies right we talked about this how bravo basically will cover 500 dollars in makeup and 500 dollars in hair for each day of BravoCon. so if you have a hairdresser that means she would have done three sessions on you say Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $500 a piece, $1,500 for hair, $1,500 for makeup. Bravo's, Bravo's policy and procedure, I've talked about this so many times, I hope I'm not repeating this in this video for you guys. Um, po policy and procedures is that the housewives take care of the responsibility of what they owe to the housewife, and then Bravo will reimburse the housewife like bravo isn't out here reimbursing hair and makeup okay so the rumor is that danielle <laughs> is now going to try to stiff these people their payment now is it because she's mad that this has come out in the press we don't really know for certain because again i don't think that it was her people that actually put this out in the press i think it was the glam of the other housewives that put this out in the press okay but regardless allegedly she's saying that she's not going to pay them she's not going to pay them she's going to take the money that she's going to get from bravo and she's going to reimburse herself for what she paid for their plane tickets did you guys hear that did you guys hear that so she's going to take the money that bravo is going to reimburse her for her hair and makeup and she is going to reimburse herself for the money that she spent on their plane tickets am i hearing that correctly i mean this is crazy guys this is crazy you have to pay the people that work for you it says a lot about the type of person you are by how you treat and pay the people that work for you and i want to tell you guys that if she screws these people over not going to be a good look for her at all this is not a good look for her right now none of this is a good look for her right now because number one her outfits at BravoCon were not amazing they were not great they were not beautiful she did not kill it one time okay i know that she's probably feeling some type of way i saw the post that she posted about the press and everyone just coming for her in the comments about her her style um choices for BravoCon. But the fact of the matter is, if you wear something that loud, where you have sequins all over the front of your dress, um, or you're wearing a one-piece jumpsuit bedazzled, all of it, with a pair of gloves, like you're dressing so loud that you cannot expect people to not say anything about what you're wearing.
And you can't get mad if they say something that you don't like or offer back some constructive criticism. I'm sorry, but there's no way that you're out here rocking these outfits that are so loud with gems and rhinestones and pinks and purples and greens. And you're doing that and not thinking that anyone's going to be commenting on it, that no one's going to say anything. It's all just going to be like loves and hearts. It doesn't matter. You're never going to be able to please everyone, first and foremost. But secondly, if you're wearing something that is loud, that is bedazzled, that it, whatever you want to call it, you have to expect that people are going to talk about it. If you don't want people to talk about what you're wearing, then you got to tone it down a little bit, okay? Like, until you can figure out what really works best for you. Um, I talked about this with Jackie Goldschneider. I'm waiting on her to send me a thank you note because I think that she finally took my advice and got someone to help uh, style her. I don't mean it in a mean way. I do not mean it in a um, offensive way. I mean it as in you are out of your element. You're working in the industry. There are tricks in the trade, tapes and glues and, and things that we don't know anything about, okay? And those things help. She needed someone that could help her feel good about herself, help her like, what do you wear on TV? What's going to look at good at what angle? You know, yada, yada, yada. She really, truly needed that. And I think that's what we're actually seeing right now as we speak with Jackie. So um, I don't think that Danielle's nested, and this is not to be hateful. I just don't think she's in a position to pay for um, style, you know, someone to style her and all this nonsense. But if you can't, that's okay. But you got to tone it down until you figure out what you're doing. I'm sorry. You have to tone it down with these outfits until you figure out what your style is, where you fall in, what's, you know, going to compliment you, whatever it is. Like, you got to find one or two looks that work good for you when you're on television. And then you can work around that. And I just think that, sorry, you guys, I have to switch I don't know if I'm going to be able to switch it enough to where I can get my makeup on and still talk to you guys. Um, You cannot, sorry, I hope I'm not banging that. Okay, there you go. You cannot think that you're going to just put yourself together every day or put together a couple of bougie outfits for BravoCon and that you're going to kill it and everyone's going to love your looks. And then not to mention that your looks are like loud as can be okay it's too much like i loved her green dress with and i loved her pink boots but i hated them together and i feel like that's a great example of a good stylist would have been able to look at that and been like you know what those are two really great pieces danielle but we should not put those together it's going to be too much right maybe danielle doesn't like to listen maybe danielle thinks that she knows everything maybe that's what it is we don't know really what we're working with over there um, <laughs> I just can't believe $30 a night. Wait till I read to you guys the, um, the reviews from this place. Hold on one second. I want you guys to hear them because it's pretty, pretty freaking crazy. And it was at the Strat, which I know some people couldn't, they were like, what the Strat? But at this point, the Strat's all the way at the other end of the, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like the whole, the main drag in Las Vegas. It's it's very much phased out. And just like anything else, guys, you know, sometimes 
one road could be safe and then the next road next to it is is not safe and so these things change and the, the obviously the further that you get out and away from vegas probably the more dangerous it gets right and um just because it wasn't dangerous two years ago or pre-pandemic doesn't mean it can't be dangerous now that's all i have to say about that for sure um <clears throat> Because I know that some people were trying to debate the location, debating the prices, debating whether it was actually dangerous or not. Like, here's the thing. These girls are young girls. They're traveling across the country. I don't know much about them or their, like, reputations. Um, But if you're not a well-rounded traveler, been traveling your whole life, like, there are just things that you don't know. And... Sending two young women to a cheap hotel in Las Vegas during a major convention, um, I just don't think it's cool. And I don't think the audience is going to think it's cool either. In fact, I think a lot of people are, hmm, what is the word I'm looking for? They're really turning on her. They're really turning on her. They're not, they're not, when she first came on, not just because we thought that she was going to be Team Teresa, but because she was rolling with Teresa and Jennifer, and we were seeing picture the pictures of them out and about, not even when filming was going on, right? Like, we know that production did tell them to get to know each other before the show started, because Danielle was supposed to be coming on as Team Teresa and Jennifer. That's how she was going to come on the show, and she has certainly traded sides obviously um but it's good that we know now guys because that way we didn't trust her with too much information um i think that she i mean i say this all the time and i know that you guys don't listen to what i'm saying or agree maybe but my opinion is the fact that i think um She's making a big mistake because she came into the Real Housewives of New Jersey with the um, privilege of working hand-in-hand with OGs like Teresa Judice and Jennifer Aiden. And that is usually something most housewives would have to work up to. They wouldn't just start coming in strong on a team that they didn't have to do any sort of proving themselves to. And that's why when you see Jennifer and Teresa tell her to take notes at the very beginning, if you remember when she first came on the show, I'm not sure if it was Jennifer, I'm not sure if it was Teresa, but they were like, Danielle, listen, take notes. It's important. Okay, just sit back, be quiet, and take some notes for a minute. Right? And that was a great point that Jennifer made because you're working with two of the finest real housewives in the entire franchises i mean look at Teresa. how could you not say that right so if you have the opportunity to work hand in hand with Teresa and with jennifer and learn the tricks of the trade to me that would have been priceless you know because again people don't get that opportunity very often and they especially don't just walk onto the show with it so for me I feel like she really screwed up. She had a whole storyline, a whole everything ready to go, put in place for her by Teresa, by Jennifer, and she just didn't want it. So now we're seeing Jackie 
she was present for Jennifer's um, Christmas party over the weekend. And she got some pictures with Jackie. Teresa and Jackie got pictures, sorry. And they were really cute. And I really think that people were mad about them. And I think it's so funny because the cameras aren't rolling. Um, there is no production in sight. And here is Jennifer throwing this huge Christmas party. And she's got everyone there. And everyone's parents. Everyone's getting along. <laughs> and everyone except for, who do you guys think? The Mean Girls. Exactly. The Mean Girls. So I think it's great to see Jackie joining our team, the tree stumpers, um, because Jackie is very smart. Jackie is a very, very, very smart woman. And I think that she just needs to keep doing what she's doing. I told you guys um, that she needed a stylist. I think that she's getting some help in that department, and it was the best thing that she could have done for herself. She looks amazing. Jackie looks amazing, guys. She looked amazing at Jennifer's Christmas party. If you didn't see, go take a look. She looked great. I mean, she really, really looked great. And her clothes are fitting her right. Her styles are working for her. And I just really think that we're going to have a good season with Jackie. And I think that she'll probably get brack, brack, brought back on full-time. What I'm thinking is going to happen is she's likely going to be replacing Dolores. I know guys don't get mad at me for saying that. I think that Dolores and Teresa will still remain very good friends, maybe even for a couple of more seasons. Maybe Polly and Dolores will get married on the show and and ride off into the sunset happily ever after. Um but I just that's kind of the feeling that I'm getting, right? And again, I just think that with what's going on with Danielle and this whole $30 a night room with her glam squad and the fact that the other glam squad people are to expose this whole story and now the accusations that she's not even going to pay the people with the money that she gets reimbursed back from Bravo. It just has a lot of people kind of looking at her in a way that is not a good light. They're looking at Danielle Cabral and they are feeling like she's not a great representation of Staten Island, wherever is it Staten Island that she's from, you know, um, where she's from. And they're just not really digging her. They're not digging the bougie kids. People were talking poorly about her. Um, she had a booth, of course, set up at BravoCon. And I would say that it probably wasn't the nicest booth that I saw, was it the worst? I don't think so. But was it the nicest? I don't think so. It was just set up like a booth would be. Sorry, guys. Back to Housewives 411. I've been trying to break my episodes up into like a couple of different parts so that that way you guys can go in. And instead of if you don't want to listen to the entire podcast, you can go in. And obviously by the titles, um, you can see the sections and what's on what. So anyways, getting back into what I was saying about Danielle Cabral and all of these allegations considering her glam squad and the, it's just not good. It's embarrassing guys. It's embarrassing for Bravo. It's embarrassing for her. Um, it's embarrassing because we just also saw her go on social media and post this, um, 
what is the word I'm even looking for? A montage? Is that the word? It's like a, a bunch of pictures and video of her purchasing her first Louis bag for her husband. I don't know if she meant her first Louis bag ever or her first Louis bag for her husband. Um, I mean, she photographed the whole thing. The purchasing of it, the walking through the mall with the bag of it, the unveiling of it. It was kind of like a little bit bougie. <laughs> it's not the word I'm looking for. I don't even want to say bougie. I want to say it's a little bit um, showy. It's like you're showing off. You know what I'm saying? It's showing off. Like, you can't tell me right now that this you filmed your second season, so that means anything name brand that we're going to see from you if it's Louie, it, it's not real because making such a big stink about purchasing a real Louie bag means that you don't have real Louie bags and that you never, you know, you haven't purchased a real Louie bag. So everything else that we saw you carry that was Louis Vuitton would obviously have to be not real. Right, guys? I mean, that is the only assumption that I can come up with because why else would you be photographing and filming and making such a big to-do about purchasing this Louis bag if you had other Louis bags. You guys feel what I'm saying? You feel me. You guys get what I'm saying. I know you do. My listeners always get what I'm saying. Um, so that's where I'm at with the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, I'm going to give you guys, oh, before we get off here, I'm going to give you guys the reviews and the name of the hotel so you guys can look it up with the address and you guys can um, look all of that up yourselves here. One second. Okay, it was the Strat Hotel and Casino and Tower, S-T-R-A-T. -T. It's going to be at 2000 Las Vegas Boulevard, South Las Vegas, um, Nevada, 89104. Now, the rooms were going for $35 a night into November, the weekend that they were there, which would have been, I don't know, like the third, fourth, or fifth. Uh, one night, it was even $14, okay? If you look into December, currently, as we speak, if you go online, there are nights in December where it is going for $13 a night. Um, the highest it goes is the $86, and that's right before, oh, that's Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Some of the reviews on the hotel are not great. Um, <laughs> I want to read it one for you. Give me one second before we wrap this up, guys. And also want to let you guys know that um, I hope you understand this is my podcast. This is a little bit more of a relaxed sort of commentary between me and myself and you guys and comments and headlines and, and rumors and different just different things that I've seen uh, go around on the internet throughout the weekend. And so I try to have a little bit of a, a comfortable, casual for plat, you know, for us to talk about these things. If it's something that you would like to, if you're someone who likes to engage live, it's always great to hop onto my YouTube channel, Housewives 411. You can go on there and I do live sporadically. Um, 
and that's a great place to be able to get up to speed. And also because then you can interact back, you can ask questions, you can make comments and get involved in the community. And it's just a great place. So you should check out my YouTube channel and I do do lives. I try to do them during the day, during the week. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at the rooms. Hold on. Sorry. Um, let me see. Sorry, guys. I should have had this pulled up for you guys, but I didn't. Where are my reviews at? Hmm. It must not want to give you very many reviews, honey. $20 a night right now as we speak, just so you guys know that. $20 a night. <laughs> Let's read the reviews. Okay, one review. So again, this is the hotel where Danielle put up her glam squad. Okay, it says... The stay, this was from a week ago. The stay was tough. The rooms were par to subpar. The rooms that were newly renovated were smaller and had less furniture than the rooms that weren't newly renovated. The management did comp us for the inconvenience, so that was very nice. It was kind of far on one end of the strip, so we had to taxi to the main part of the strip to taxi to Fremont Street. Nice place to come hang out for a little bit, and going up in the tower was fun and really exciting. The cafe restaurant was really good for breakfast. The games were decent too, but wouldn't stay in these rooms again. It says location is further from busy part of strip. Nice views from the room of the mountains, but it's far. This says, I had a pretty good experience, but a few complaints are we should not have had to pay for parking. Yeah, you should not have had to pay for parking. You shouldn't have to pay for parking. New York City is like that, though, though. So let me see here. There was another one I wanted to read you guys. They are certainly trying to clean these reviews up. It says very dated rooms and ours was not very clean. Was a quiet was quite a walk to the strip to see famous hotels, so flat shoes recommended. There appeared to be no dress code anywhere in the hotel. The show Rouge was great though, raunchy and a lot of fun. The game floor only accepted cash. There's no facility to buy chips with a virtual cord. In fact, many places did not have virtual payments. Um None of it felt very special or elegant in the hotel. Shame, as it costs a lot to visit Las Vegas. Average $22 for Bacardi and Coke with tax and tip. Standard everywhere. Finally, be aware that there's, they're hiding their costs and their deposits. Mm. Okay, okay. So uh, oh, this is the last review I'll leave with you guys. This one says, and so this also though proves to you guys that there were a lot of research Danielle and her team could have done to make sure that this wasn't the right place to put her team up in. This says the rooms were, wasn't the cleanest. The beds were badly worn, each sunk to the side. No fridge, no coffee maker, blow dryer, iron. Sink was dirty, carpets are worn. Don't take room number 14032. 
um, it says activities included maneuvering around homeless and homeless mental health street walkers and drug induced walkers, many street thugs, um, safety. She says security was on a bicycle and only traveled the immediate area. This also says the closest station is at the Sahara casino. It's about a fourth of the mile away. This says, watch them to holding, adding a holding fee onto your credit card. Mostly they read these reviews, but obviously are not working to make any changes. We found out why it was so hard to get into hotels in the center of town. We didn't know about the Formula One race this week. We were in town for my birthday. Come on, stat, clean up your act. It's the Vegas Strip. So a lot of people saying that this place is not great, okay? I, I'm going to read this one more because... This person says, we paid $28 a night to upgrade to a premium room. Glad we did as we saw into a normal room and it looks super old. Room was decent, fairly new looking, but still not nice. I'd say it's premium. Main part of the hotel is all right, but nothing special. Tower is cool, but being from Toronto, it's like the CN Tower Junior. The hotel is at the very north end of the strip and a walk to anywhere else so that means there's a walk no matter where you're going the surrounding area is pretty much ghetto and would not recommend walking around at night i would pass this hotel and stay anywhere more on the strip any money you save coming here is lost by having to take ubers everywhere so that makes some great sense guys and you can again take a look at this hotel it comes back as a four point star um it's the strat it is on the one end of the casino um though just so you know guys it's not in a great area you can look that up as well but that's where she put her people up at and that's her story and she's sticking to it and the fact of the matter is that they normally would have had a 35 45 minute commute on a good day one way but because of the formula one race being in town they were not able to do that and so it increased their travel and their um time between their hotel and Danielle every morning and it became closer to an hour so I'm still waiting to get confirmation on which house husband may or may not have upgraded them and as soon as I know I will let you guys know but make sure that you guys stay tuned to my podcast for more information check out my new YouTube channel Housewives 411 and my Instagram and TikTok HW Historian 2 and you can email me if you have any questions or concerns at housewifehistorian.com 2022 at gmail.com. Thanks.